Hello folks, welcome along once again to the left wing back club champ pod titled Pull Hard, episode 3 in association with Cork and Precast Tanks, DB Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, Brendan Cabinet Furniture and Breeze Nolan Physiotherapy. Thanks once again to our sponsors. Uh, without them, we don't have the service and we're delighted to uh, bring the uh, coverage to you uh, for the duration of the Club Hurling Championship and indeed the Club Football Championship when it's coming up. We delve into Camogie and Ladies Football a little bit as well. And of course, uh, Long Puck is on the agenda for this episode. Uh, Fail is on the agenda. Uh, we have a number of things on the agenda, but uh, we will start, as always, with the uh, the Hurling Championships uh, senior first. And uh, I'll bring in my regular guest, Stephen Barmerick and Joan Nolan. How are you keeping, lads? Good, Kevin. You? Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I suppose we'll start with Friday night. Um, it was a game, I suppose, that uh, Nair Breed had designs of winning, I would say, before a ball was thrown in. And they were right uh, in it, I suppose, up until the very end. Uh, in the end, Bidenstown win 2-14 to 15 points. Um, I have to say, it was an entertaining enough game. I thought the standard in the first half was probably not wonderful at times, being, being straight with it. But it got exciting coming down the... Uh, I suppose the last 10 minutes or so when Nabry got a bit of momentum, Bangladesh were under serious pressure and they, they responded accordingly. Uh, my initial thoughts, I think, for um, the game, probably for the most part, was that uh, Bangladesh looked a little bit sharper than Nabry, who didn't look very sharp, and both of them are a good bit off where you need to be in terms of being razor sharp. Uh, Stevie, I know there was lads coming back, there was injuries and stuff, I, I thought it was evident enough at times. I thought maybe touch and striking and all, and it, it, it did go for Bidenstown to an extent as well. I thought that left a little bit to be desired, but having said that, we saw some fantastic scores, and it's an awful bit we don't have a clip of this, but without doubt, one of the I suppose the score of the game, and you go a long way to find a better score in the championship, but you would have until Sunday until you saw Jack Tracy's and John Nolan's. Um, Mikey Barmerick's score was absolutely sublime. He rattled off three in a row from midfield, uh, in the space of about five minutes, I'd say, the third one was just absolutely ridiculous. There was a, a crossfield breeze going as well, which was very hard to judge. And yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a class score. Uh, other observations, I thought a big turning point in the first half was uh, just it's terrible to be to be naming a shame, but I think I think it was Parry Coughlin went to deliver a ball in, and the head I don't know was the head up, but the delivery wasn't smart anyway. I went to the far side of I think Aaron Almond, and from there, Bynes Sound deliver a long ball, and Tune Breeman my knowledge, get caught underneath the ball. Who only was in behind? Styler. Straight through on goal. There's only going to be one answer to that one. So I suppose those are the the learnings um, of senior championship. You'll get punished for those learnings, which we'll come to a little bit uh, later on in the programme. And that put Bidenstown very much in the ascendancy. Bidenstown as well, still depleted. Um, I suppose one of, one of the lads they did see back in action in the second half was Alfie Corcoran. And I don't know, as he came out with about 15 balls at the end of the second half. It was as good a half of hurling as I've seen from Alfie. And he has hurled serious games for both Loban County. He was absolutely brilliant. And I'd actually argue, I'd say without him in the second half, Biden and were in serious, serious trouble. Uh, coming down, anyway, coming down the, the stretch, never you get momentum. Um, Biden take off Andrew Kane. Andrew Kane was, was quite enough. Andy Molini did a pretty good job on him. Uh, poor old Liam Galloway got hurt again. I think it might have been his knee. And Andrew Kane has to come back off the bench. And lo and behold, a ball breaks and he puts it in the back of the net. So, you know, that that's kind of the tale of that one, I would say, from, from how I saw it anyway. Um, have you anything to add to it, Stevie? I don't know. Look, it was 
I suppose bring us on. They'll be looking after two games. They'll be saying, right, they've played on this range and, and they've read. If they said the start of the season, they've got two points. Be happy enough, I suppose. Um, I was talking to a couple of them there Saturday, and like, they were saying, look, you, you wouldn't have come out frightened after the Monster Rangers game they played. And so, look, uh, the game itself the other night, uh, the breeze we had in the first half, whoever was in it, it was kind of a cross breeze. So, bring us on, took their chance in the first half. Paddy McDonald and Jeremy Clark took. Took what chance it was going. They got set five or six points between them. Stider got a good point at the start. You know, I put away the goal. Like once the, the ball broke for the goal, it was only one outcome. Like we reacted well. I think we got the next couple of scores. Uh look, you're going to be punished. Them mistakes are made at senior level. They're picking it out of the net. Like last night, Ball and Killing were the same. Free went wrong in the half back lane. I think it was there was a Declan Brennan left it just left it stuck in the top corner. You won't get away with them at senior. Spoiler alert for the next game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, look at delayed the way the boys came back, like and look, as I said, where we're we're all this to learn and as an every as the club, we want us to learn and learn quick and but learn things from the week before. Uh there's other things we've learned from last week. As I said with few lads back after um missing the first game. And every, every minute you're on that field, you're learning and have to learn and adapt quick and look, we're balling killing next week, hopefully, you know. They'll have probably they're getting lads back as well. So uh it's the match itself would have been happy enough with the performance. Could have got a result, yes, could have got it, didn't get it. So on to the next game. You know, it's, we have to learn from these games and learn quick. Yeah, but you'd be happy with the performance. I think that's the the overall consensus because even though Biden's on are depleted, uh they you know pushed on tremendously last year and and looked like they we're in with a, a squeak of, of getting to a county final. So um I, I think there was um tangible progress, you know, in, in the game. They looked like they were they're moving the right direction. I think week week on week they will um improve, I suppose. Uh, the other thing to note, funnily enough, is we're all about letting the game go and stuff, right? I thought it was gas how both sets ended up with fifteen on the field at the end was um I it was gas really in in the heat with all, but uh, there was a few off the ball things which which do happen. And look, we're not going to be like the a certain flagship TV show and uh, start scrutinising things. Um, a bit of argy bargy at the end as well, but uh, no, it was biting it. It was it was actually the, the last ten or fifteen minutes I think of that game, albeit not just by standard, but in terms of bite and championship and, and looking like Jez was a bit in this like a bit of cutting in it. Like I think out of three games, that was the one that that still go for the last ten or fifteen minutes as such. Um, but anyway, that's the. That's the joys of it. So, Nave Reid move on to face uh, Ballin Killen at 1 o'clock next Sunday. Um, I'll go through other fixtures uh, in a moment's time. But we move on to, uh, I suppose, the, the double header on, on Sunday then, uh, which was uh, St. Mullins and Michel first, and then Ballin Killen and Florence Rangers. Uh, I didn't see the first half of St. Mullins and Michel. I can't really comment on that. So, Joe, I'll leave it to you. Yeah, well, there's a bit, a good bit of bite in that one, Kev. I suppose at the start, yeah, or at the end of last week's uh, podcast, we said like, would there be a kick in Michel? You know, we thought they were awful dead. We know, we know there's going to be a kick in Michel, but we thought they were awful dead against Ballinkillen, and um, they rung the changes, I suppose, before the game, um, and there certainly was a good kick in them. Um, I suppose for them, you missed the first half, and I suppose you missed, you missed what ultimately probably cost them the game in the long run. Um, I think after about ten minutes, there were one six to a point down. Uh, you know, so you're given you're 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 given St Mullins a, an eight point lead, and uh, it probably gave them too much to do, I suppose. Really, ultimately, um, 
I, I thought some of their hurling was excellent. Uh, there was a bit of biting it, a bit of zipping it. Um, there are a couple of changes that they made. I think moving John Michael into centre forward for me was a smart move. I think he was he was definitely on top of his game. Um, scored a couple of points. I think he gave Dwayne. He was involved in the game more so. I think this week. Uh, I gave Dwayne Kavanagh then um, more of a, a license to maybe float around that half forward line, and he had a super game. Um, I can't remember what he rack up, Stevie. Maybe twelve or thirteen points was it? Between three and play twelve, yeah. I think John Michael got four, and yeah, Ross so Miller's got one. That was up in the sixty. Ross Miller's got in the last minute. I think, yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne got the rest of them. Yeah, they were so superb. I think. Um, I suppose from a moisture point of view, like that was that was a killing. From there on, it was kind of tit for tat. Even though I suppose they Sam Mullins hit a score and burst in at the start of the second half. I think they reeled off four in a row. Might might hit the first two scores in the start of the second half, I think. Um, but I suppose what what cost them for me was the the likes of the wides. I suppose it was kind of summed up. I think you know, and it was probably summed up in the next game that we'll talk about as well. Um, where Sam Williams maybe got their scores a little bit easier. Um, and you know, they didn't have to once they didn't have to work as hard for them, maybe they were more economic with the ball. I suppose the start of the second half, uh uh Sam or or Navon hit three wides, you know, and then you know, kind of killer where where they had the momentum and hit, you know, poor enough wides from good enough positions, and I think they were maybe guilty of that um, during the game. Um, I suppose then, you know, then what did Saint Mullins do? Right, Michael tagged on a point or two, narrowed the gap at the start of the second half eventually, but then Saint Mullins hit them for four points. You know what I mean? And, and bring that gap out again. Um, but look, I, I think from a Michael point of view, um. You know, they'll, I think they'll be pleased with the performance. I, I think they'll, they left themselves the start was the killer, really. Um, you know, they, they got a, a, your chase and an eight or nine point lead with the quality of the team that, that St. Mullins have. You're always going, going to be under pressure. Um, I thought you mentioned there the second half, Ross Smithers came in the second half. I think Ross made a massive difference when he came in around that middle. Um, he brought a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of bite to things. He, he great engine. Apart from tipping over the point, he was involved in, the, you know, very dynamic going forward as well. Um, I thought Declan O'Brien, the half-back line as well, was very commanding this week as well. Um, you know, as well. So I think if you're a Michel, if you're a Michel, I suppose you're you're right, you're 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 thinking of right very good performance, right? Maybe we could have got something out of the game. You know, you're scratching your head then, how could we be so inconsistent with you know if we'd brought probably half of that, you know, or maybe we definitely had they brought that performance that they brought this week, last week against against Ballinkillen. Uh, I couldn't see. I couldn't see uh, us have getting, you know, getting that same result that we got last week. Um, so I suppose if you're a Michael mentor or you're a Michael player, you're kind of just saying, right, well, look, we are where we are, um, and we need to maybe see how how can we bring that consistency going forward. Um, I think that Saint Mullins were a little bit sharper with the ball. Um, was only my thinking on it. I thought they were a little bit smarter on the ball. Um. I just thought sometimes Michael's hurling was a, a, I won't say a little bit loose. You know, the, again, you mentioned there in the first in the, the game on Friday night, Kevin, there about um, giving away the ball. And I think Michael on several occasions gave away a poor ball. Do you know what I mean? Kind of misdirected ball rather than heads up kind of hurling, and it cost him in the long run. Um, Sam Mullins were 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 fairly well set up. Um, you know, I thought the hunted in packs as well. Sam Mullins, they were very sharp that way. Um, very aggressive when when they got in the ball, um, you know the, their their forward line looks to be moving well. You know your their minus mouse. Um, if you're Saint Mullins, a big obviously a big player, 
Um, but their forward line, I thought, moved very well. You know, James Dyle on the freeze, he was quite good as well. Um, you know, so St. Mullins, Mullins will be happy enough to have two nice wins under their belt. Uh, put up a nice score again, 119 last night. I think they'll be they'll be a little bit disappointed. I think it was a little bit evident on the pitch that they let Michel maybe back into it. Um, but you know, I I think they'll just be happy with the win. You know, um, I just thought, like I said to you last night as well, Kevin and Stephen, I thought that game, even though at one stage it was eight or nine points in it in the second half, if you were coming in and you just took a snapshot of five or six minutes of that game, you'd say that the game was far closer than the nine points uh, was at that particular stage. And I think the you know the, the five point margin at the end, um, you know, might you know probably like I said, if you'd taken out that first ten minutes out of the game, um, you know, it mightn't have done justice to Nave Owen's efforts. But I mean, look, that's what you're you're you win and lose in the scoreboard uh, ultimately. So you know, I think Saint Mullins will be happy and just move on with the with the win again. You know, mm-hmm. I would uh, like to add to the whole thing of not looking up like especially I think it was costly for for Michael coming down the home stretch when they had a lot of possession and they still drew a lot of frees and got a lot of scores but in terms of getting that goal they needed which which I felt they did and obviously approved that way uh sometimes the delivery went to the wrong side of the attacker sometimes it didn't go at the edge of the square and occasionally like this can happen if pressure is put on the defender clearing the ball but there was a few yeah. times when there wasn't massive pressure so that yeah. that's where it's disappointing um yeah. It's just a, a poor delivery, really, as opposed to a pressurized delivery as such. So I think that's where maybe they fell slightly. So, like, it was very important for St. Wallace to start off with two wins, lads. I'll tell you why, because obviously Mouse is away. That's that's fairly obvious. But James Dyle is getting married, I believe, next week. And we wish him the very best. Yep. Um, will probably be a clapper, lads, at that. James will obviously be disappearing, I'd say, after for a little while, too. So that's going to put them under pressure. So could you imagine if they had lost the other night, like, going in to look for more results and there is six teams in it this year you know I'm not saying they wouldn't make a semi-final don't get me wrong I still have them in the top two but jeez you'd have a bit of work to do wouldn't you mm. in fairness like if you look at it that way they were sharp now last night I, I, I thought of you know sometimes they start kind of off you know nice and slow and they ease their way into it I, I saw them in the like I said in the Bulger Cup and I was very impressed with how they were hurling at that stage of the year. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I know standing people, up as well, isn't there? Like Connor uh, flying it. Connor flying it. Mm-hmm. You know, different. You know, we might talk about that maybe later on. You know, um, you know, in terms of the youth and all the teams, like you yeah. know how they're, how they're yeah. pushing on and, ta- and and taking up the mantle. Um, but yeah, Connor Kyo is excellent. You know, young Boland. You have you know different lads coming in for them, um, making big impressions. Um, yeah, I thought to look for. I thought to look quite sharp now, you know, and and their style of hurling was 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 nice. Like you know, they played a lovely brand of hurling as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all right. So we move on to Ballin Killen and Rangers. Um, I I I always have a kind of a, a soft spot for an underdog, regardless of who it is, uh, regardless of what the sport is. I always have and I always will. So you, you're you're kind of hoping Ballin Killen are going to be competitive, even though you know there's no Sean Murphy and look there's a heap of lads you could list off. One thing I'd like to say before we get going, it was great to see Kieran Whelan back playing club championship. Uh, fantastic hurler, horrendous injury, and uh, yeah, just just really good to see him back. And uh, one little moment I'd like to point out was the lead up to the penalty where he drew defenders. His hand pass, like I don't know that that stand out, and a hand pass generally. Sometimes it seems like such a basic skill, but it's so underrated in terms of actually getting it, I suppose, on the money or giving it to a player on the run. Like, so he's drawing a man, he's popping it off to a lad on the run, it goes straight to his hand, 
a couple of yards ahead. Like you have to factor in the couple of yards that he's going to move into to make that a perfect pass, which he does. And Jack Tracy, I think it was, got fouled for the penalty. Um, so look, there he is back making an impact already, just with that little thing. It's a bit of brilliance that everyone needs in, in a team. Um, but I have to say, in previous years, um, and I appreciate Ballinkinler down personnel, but they always went in and cut lumps out of renders. They probably got bet by 10 points most of the time by doing it. But I was disappointed with their attitude uh, from a forward's point of view in the first half. Now, I heard Pat English roaring with about 15 minutes to go on the second half. Forwards are not putting enough pressure on. I actually thought he could have roared after five or ten minutes because Dion Wall, David English, and Owen Kavanagh hurl a mountain of ball. Uh, is that Pat English actually roaring there in the background? Is it? Memo. <laughs> <laughs> That he was like a dog yesterday when you roared in at them, but like it must be your dog. You have to you have to put pressure on from number 15 onwards, or just even optics and body language. Um it just didn't look good to me. It looked a little bit too easy in how they were getting the ball out from the back, where you need to apply the pressure. Um did it improve marginally? Uh but it's it's just a basic thing where I felt that maybe they, they fell down. And like, I'll put it this way, and I would have said it, I think, last night, he lads. Rangers went in seven points up. Was that to do with absolute brilliance from Rangers, or was it to do with basic things Ballon Killen weren't doing? I'd probably side on maybe basic things Ballon Killen weren't doing, because even the goal came from an error. Very unusual error, actually, where uh, short free from David English was um, was intercepted. And uh, I don't want to seem like I'm hammering Ballon Killen today. I'm just being honest with what I see. There's more in them. And those basic things, regardless if there's a golfing standard, that's that's a that's a non-negotiable in my opinion, lads. Straight up. Yeah, I think so. I th- I think we we coughed up a lot of scores. Um, but good teams punish you, Kevin. At the end of the day, like if you, mm. you know that, and that's what that's what good teams do. And we've seen that probably, like we said, we mentioned in the first game there, um, with Saint Mullins and how they, like we call it, like or they get the scores easier or they don't have to work as hard for their scores or whatever. But basically, what they end up doing. Is they punish you when they get the chance to punish you, and we we did cough up um a lot a lot of kind of cheap scores I would say, um you know be it from freeze Evan Keely was excellent freeze be it from open play, the goal which was uh, by the way a cracking finish by uh, by Declan Brennan brilliant finish absolutely ah yeah. oh, unstoppable unstoppable finish, um so yeah absolutely and you need to be doing those basics well I mean I was talking to um. Talking to someone last night uh, who's a relative of theirs does stats, as they say, and uh, they said like that stats are great for the extra one or two percent, but you know if unless you're doing the basics right in any game, I mean you know that's it's not really you know you shouldn't be at this level pointing out fumble passes or pointing out um, balls not going to hand or stuff like that. You know that's not really you're not getting much of a percentage increase there from a statistician. So. We, we should be taking those things for granted and I think uh, some of our some of our sharpness that way um definitely um you know look it mightn't have been there but look it was a step up again from from last week um I suppose with the forwards working um personally right I know diff- we, we you try different things I know maybe my own personal thinking on it would be that we we maybe conceded the puck out a little bit too much um where about conceding the first ball out to a cornerback or out someone in the full back line, but I don't think we put enough pressure sometimes on on the second ball. The puck um, out show, sorry. Yeah. The see the way Dean Graham was bombing some of them, they were even yeah at at knee height. Yeah. Would that have been yeah. deliberate? 
Is he trusting like you know the lads have the good touch and you know? Who's well, I, th- I think so. Because I mean, I think we the had sharp match- coach are going hand yeah. height or head height. Yeah, and he was bombing them. Jeez, were if he yeah. didn't control it, they were in trouble. Yeah, I, I, and I, I actually think, and strange to say, I, I actually thought we, were, we, we were more comfortable with them when Rangers were coming long. If you get me, I thought we were in terms of long, long uh, from Dean. I thought we were not too bad in the air. Like you know what I mean? We were, we were well set up for their puck out when it was coming long. Um, I, I like I think it was the second half we conceded one very sloppy score where um, you know, a puck out went short. Uh, what about the first one? Like we said, going to full back line, but then there was a handy pass to uh, I think it was Dermot Byrne, the half back line. He put a great ball into the corner. I think Ted got a score off it, it was a fantastic score, but there was no pressure on that. So, I, I think if you're conceding a short puck out, if you're con- just I know work rate is across the pitch, but from a puck out point of view, if you're conceding the puck out, whatever about conceding it to a corner back. You really have to nail them there, you know. You have to apply the pressure then, you know. And I, and I don't think I don't think we did. Um, look, uh, you know, I, I think the goal was a killer. Um, it, you know, we were right in the game at that stage. There was a couple of points in it, and and I think it all like it really stretched them out from the point of view of um, you know, putting the, it kind of took the wind out of our sails. Really, uh, it was a big score in the game. Um. I think they're a little bit of quality in terms of finishing uh, proved in the end. I know we might talk about it. I, I happen to be looking back. I mean, look, we can we can harp on about lads being missing from our team. But I was looking back from, from their last two county finals uh, around Leicester Rangers. I think that eight changes as well from the 2021 and 2022 final last night. So they did a lot of new players in there as well. And it's up to the players on the pitch to step up. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. We often hear about Limerick and the next man in, the next man in. Yeah, and I think I and I think while while we we are down players, uh, you know, Rangers are in a Rangers are in a changing space too as well, um, and I think they, you know, I think last night too. I I, I suppose look, last night like you mentioned there as well, Kevin, and we mentioned about Nair Breed, we mentioned about Bagnestown or whoever, and about where they were after two games. I think our lads will be disappointed with some of their play last night, but I think after two games, having two points on the board. Is was ultimately probably the best, you know, we could we could hope, especially going into our first game minus who who we were down, and I think we'll take some positives out of the game last night. Um, I think having more minutes into Kieran Whelan was massive for us. Um, I think he, I think he, as the, as the year will go on, I think we'll see a lot of him. I think when him and him and Jack went inside last night, that's something I personally would like to see. I think if we can work that or leave the two of them inside. For as long as we can, uh, I think that'd be, I think that could be a game changer for us in terms of if we can maybe get Sean Murphy out the half forward line as well, and maybe Owen Whelan in the mix as well. He I played think, very well when he came in, actually. Just to find he out, did, yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. So I think, I think you know, I think we've we, we we have options there. So we'll be happy enough after that. From a Rangers point of view, uh, we we were going to talk about you know about their young guns as well. Um, I, you know, we're talking about some of their players that come in, like young Brennan took the goal, fantastic. Don Murphy Kink got two points. Evan Keeley looks very assured in the freeze there. Um, you know, got a fake Fitzpatrick, you know, and John Nolan. Their position I thought was interesting from a Rangers point of view after two games. Um, Faker seems to be in the first game he was man marking. I think Andrew Kane, if memory serves me right. Yeah. And last night he was back in that kind of full back line as well, you know, kind of looked like he was, you know, shepherding back there. 
And then you have John Nolan um, from wingback, who I thought was just unbelievable last night. The scores he got was just were incredible, you know. Not to mention, not to mention Ted Jace's three wonder scores as well. Like you know, so you know one of one of John Nolan's scores. Um, well, they were they were all outrageous, right? I think the second one came off. Did that come off the hurl? He got one off the hurl, did he? I think yeah. yeah. But the third one, I think, was he bombed forward from wing back anyway, and. If you can picture this, he's come up the stand side, shooting into the Deer Park end. Uh, so obviously he's shooting kind of diagonally or whatever. Honest to God, I wouldn't be surprised if it went over the bar in the outside pitch as well. It had some range on it afterwards. It was gone. It was like yeah. it was going to oblivion. Um, but interesting, is it a sign of how they're, how they're playing as well when, when he's back there? You know the way, like, uh, I suppose, the modern game that, <laughs> that Joe isn't a big fan of, I don't think. The, I am, the, I am a big the, fan the, of. The terminology, but no, but carrying, carrying the ball and stuff, like, you're, you're not always a big fan of you. You're kind of cut your claw to suit your measure thing, right? So, like, you'll see it, we've seen it a good bit in football where half hours are now half backs. Um, Joel will come back to us there in a second. But, Stevie, I'll put this one to you. Is, the, is this literally becoming a thing now? Is this part of Rangers' DNA where we're going to see uh, pretty good forwards playing in the half-back line? Yeah, well, if you have to, I would have said, looking at the senior, intermediate in the last couple of years, senior this year as well, your standard of hurling skill wise has to be top notch now. You will not get away anywhere in the field. You know, uh, an old mentor of ours said one time, uh, you put your most skillful players near the opposition goal, and that's fairly, that was fairly true. Now they can play anywhere. Like John Nolan score off, like the, he bounced the ball off the ground and drove it over the bar. He can make the hair stand the back of your neck. Uh, he can play anywhere. He's work great alone, and his work rate was. I thought he was very underrated for a couple of years there at Blow County and club level. And like last night, um, you're putting that back in the backs. You have faith in to do a job. Like there's not every forward you can put back in the backs and, and expect to get a work rate how like you get out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, okay. Might say that has to be a given. It should be a given at senior level that if you're wearing 15 or 5 and you're wearing 15 and you're asked to play a 5, you go and flick and do it. And that's simple as that. Uh, but like the fact that they can put the two boys back there, Fikra for playing all his county hurling this year in the middle of the field as well. Uh, it's great hop to have options because you know they have you know Gary Kelly on he commands a blood sub there for thirty seconds. When he come on, he come on the forward score the point. Uh, Michael Lyle is supposed to be out injured, I think, at the minute. You know, there's different. There's a lot of experience missing off that team, and you know Richard Kelly was back in the full back lane. I'd say he's. I'd say he woke up this morning. Frank Foley's voice was ringing in his ears. I thought. He he'd have rip on there a couple of times in the was it the first or second half. You know these boys they, they have standards to be set, and if they're not set, they'll be ficking letting off power quick, no matter who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, other young lads just to point out as well on the field of play in that one. Um, like Donna Murphy's point out near the sideline was was tremendous as well. Jack Tracy's Jack Tracy got two scores off the hurl. First mm-hmm. one, you know, nice and neat near the goal, but the second one was out underneath the. The terrace as well. Uh, I thought he had a great game, and I liked the whole thing of the two of them playing, playing close to the goal. Um, we didn't really, I suppose. Kevin Cavanagh is another one. Um, young, we're in the young, young one. We're yeah, in the young yeah. one section now, and we're at the, the last game. Uh, uh, before he went to yeah, this, yeah, Eric English, like you know, lads yeah, like that scored, from yeah, he scored a cracking point. point. Yeah, I think yeah. he grew into the game. You know, so you know, Jesus, I, I think you know, I, I, it's it's nice to see these boys from all the clubs really. Mm-hmm. stepping up to senior level you know it kind of gives you you know maybe sometimes we ponder about maybe where we are going to be in five years time as a county you know with with, 
you know, where we are and what's coming through and maybe who, who's stepping away. But like all these lads were very, very impressive last night and, and played some savage hurling across across the other teams as well, like, you know, over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's very evident. And, um, you know, I, I, I it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, you know, like I suppose other lads there as well, like you mentioned, like Kieran Kavna, you know, a big threat there, a young man as well for, for, for um, Rangers as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good young talent there. I think um, coming through. Um, you know, and we mentioned a couple of lads there from St. Mullins as well, and Michael as well. You know, so mm-hmm. it, that, that's one t- good thing to take from the weekend. I think as well. You know, very positive. Mm-hmm. From that uh, n- not so much an, an actual young gun. Probably more of a late bloomer. Dylan Cavanagh played very well for Navy Reader tonight. He got two great points in play in Ferris Tom. Was unlucky with a goal chance as well. Um, yeah. Ross Dermody playing cornerback, another another man we should probably give a mention to. Like that's Nairbreed's first year senior, is his first year senior, and it'll go back to a point I'm always making. If that's the standard you are used to, it's the standard you'll always expect in yeah. time. And uh, when he becomes a, a mature player, then that's what he'll expect of uh, the lads coming the other end. Like so, yeah. Um, I don't think we're leaving any chaps out, and I don't want to leave any chaps out. A jerk having it for um for Nave Owen, maybe uh, another lad kind of only after breaking on. Caught your share last week. No, not a standout last night, but I got a good look at him last week. I was beside him for a good bit of the game. Um, oh, he was very good last week and has been for the last couple of years for Sam Mullins. He's, mm-hmm. he's gone over 20, he's 21 now, is he? Mm. Um, you know, um, the Bolins, I don't know why, why are them lads? They're uh, Oshin's a year or two younger than I am, and he's he's around oh, the yeah. way. He like you call him a young one, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we call him John as young yeah. ones, as in they're not, they're not the names that would have been on the team. We'll say the starting six forwards and yeah. historically with Seamus Murphy and most of these lads around. Um, so Owen Wheeler, I mentioned it briefly there, uh, was very good when he came in. Uh, I thought, you know, put myself about. Uh, it, yeah, that's it's it, it interesting. I, I still. It's interesting from just from looking at last night's the different, uh, or I suppose maybe the different styles. Like I said. Uh, you know, it's amazing the way different managers maybe have different, different setups and all. It was just it was intriguing to see the different game plans, uh, kind of in action last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought that the you can't beat a bit of experience. We're talking about the young guns as well, but like, you know, you had kind of when the when the game was kind of getting tight and, and that as well with, with us, or you know, when things were coming under pressure uh you know you two Cody's there Paul and Richie in the middle of the field for for Rangers and just settle things down I think they might pick the mm. point off each you know uh you can't Eddie Byrne got a good puck out was a little uh, yeah you can, you can, Paul you can. Cody picked up a ball there in in a one of three that time was over yeah was it Cody Cole coming down the stretch in that yeah. Yeah. Uh, game yesterday as well caught a high ball it was yeah the heat, the heat was coming on if you remember yeah yeah you can't I mean you know you can't beat that little bit of experience and knowing what to do at the right time um you know making those good decisions I think is, is very important as well so yeah it's good good couple of good games well we should probably move on to the fixtures then for next again before we go to intermediate and junior. Uh we're for half an hour in already, isn't it? Mad. Jesus, you, you fly you fly through this crack. Uh I'm trying to fly down through the fixtures now as well while while I'm at it. Uh so Town and St. Mullins, that's at uh, two o'clock uh on Saturday, uh Network Colin Park. Right. Predictions, lads, jump up. Is James Dale gone? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I believe I think the wedding is this again, anyway. Yeah, 
far as I, I think know. it's the fifth or something. I thought it was saying last yeah. night. No, but seriously, oh, look, you, you, you know the answer to that already. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll. Cross him at the right? fifth. No, I don't know. It's in. Yeah. It's in Portugal, isn't it? Oh well, sure. Look, he could he could be gone. That, that'd oh, be no, the no. week. That'd be the week of the break, wouldn't it? You hear nothing any of it. It's all it's all low key down there. Brendan Cowden Furniture will tell you that there. They keep the cards <laughs> close to the chest down there. Like, you'd, you'd imagine that that's the week of the break in terms of there's uh, three weeks. You know, you've, this weekend coming up, and then we have the break. So that probably would tie in. You'd imagine. Do you know what I mean? I didn't hear anything any different. So yeah. You reckon uh, they got to look at they got to came with the county board before he rang the parish priest. Ah, sure. Look, you take these chances. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, the first this the the day off was sent out. The fixtures were sent out for the while, but uh, ah, look, I, I I'll call it anyway. I I I think uh, from what I saw, I I think Sam Mullins will, will edge it out as well. I, I just think they're a little bit sharper at this stage, um, than Bagnestown are. Um, you know, right, Alfie coming back, you know, is a big thing for for Bagnestown. I think he settles settles things. You know, um. That could be, you know, that could be, you know, it, it could be who's there and who's not there. Like I said, if James is missing from Sam Mullins' point of view, he's a big game player. Um, you know, if he's not going to chance playing before the week before his wedding or whatever else. Um, you know, when Alfie coming back, it's a it's a big swing. But I still think Sam Mullins are just they're looking very sharp. Um, I I probably just give a nod to Sam Mullins in that one, but I don't I think there won't be a whole pile in it. Mm-hmm. Stevie. Yeah, probably the same. Um, but like Jimmy Clark got a couple of points the night. Um, the lads are back, you know, from the football. They're they're playing catch up as well, and mm. you know they, they get a couple of games under their belts. Um, be interesting to see will Jack McCullough push up. Alfie is back. His physicality will be a big help going forward if he if he can. Can be pushed up to eight, nine, or eleven, or up that direction of the field. Um, you're looking at probably legs wise in the backs. Uh, will bang us from be able to match all the you know some ones the first half last night in particular. You know they were trying to to had an extra yard on on on, on, on you know, but they're getting if the ball goes into you, going to the forwards doesn't matter thick whether you're slow, or fast, or whoever you are. So, but. Again, like Bangs on the back, the, the two points, the, you know, it would have been hoping for against now, breathing the start of the year. This one, the other games now, her, I wouldn't say if they win us a bonus, they wouldn't be saying that at the start of the year. Like, look, last year, they lost with four points in the semi final. Two wins in the Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah. Craig D- two instances in the semi final, Craig Dyle's ball did or didn't go over the line. Moses' penalty that, you know, mightn't, not to mind more, lads would have, would have got the penalty, you know, it could be a different outcome. Uh, I know Bangs are down a few. The, might the, look they're generally just looking at Beanie's out for another while JP Tracy's not back yet either. I give I give Sam Mullins just a nod, but I wouldn't be one be surprised either if if Bangasone I'd be interested to see from a I I noticed this from Sam Mullins in the last couple of years, their fitness levels have if they put likes of a football team, I said it last week as well, they might have again the matches over been found for fitness. And I don't mean found out, but Definitely, whoever they've done, and it's no awesome results of one county finals, they won three or four in the last seven, eight years, whoever it is. That the pace to have in different parts, the Connor Kios hit four points last night again. Um, seven Ted Jace, they were just playing on un, unreal hurling, but they can't be left get room. And if Connor Kios held those Jess O'Neill, he's playing well. And you know, John Dale, now just John Dale got a slap last night. If John Michael wasn't expecting it, I'd say he. 
shook every ball in between the two biggest men I've ever seen hitting hitting off one another in a in a match. Um yeah, go Sam Mullins just just about but mm. the James Dale factor look they hadn't they hadn't got James Dale again also brought him on for ten minutes still well ahead for us but um it'll, it'll be interesting yeah it'll be interesting yeah. to see this set up there like where Jamie Clark has deployed, you know what I mean as well you know he he has had a couple of good runs maybe in at full forward like will they will they try you know put him in there you know maybe on, with on Paul Dial will they try play a different game you know it's, it, it, like you said Stevie too it's, it's, Bagginson have a few lads come back with, with a little bit more hurling um so you know it, it, it'll be interesting to see how Bagginson play what they have I think Jack McCullough factor there is a big one too and you mentioned it quite rightly so you know, you've you had um what do you call it, and Jack uh Kavanagh in the middle of the field for for um for Sam Mullins and you know two very athletic, good hurlers, everything else. But Jack has that few years extra on his side as well, you know, in terms of up and down the pitch as well. Um I still think, like I said, you know, lots of pluses there for for Bangs and Gales, but I, I still think probably that little bit sharper, that sharpness in the forward line, I think we'll probably get get Sam Mullins across the line already. All right, moving on then to Sunday. The two games are separated. Uh, as we said, Nebreed and Ballinkillen, one o'clock. Um, Jesus, I don't, I don't think there'll be much in this, being truthful about it. And it might come back to, to bite me, but I don't think there will. Jenny. <laughs> no point. I should have got, really got, got someone else for this. Like. <laughs> There's a... I, 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 we'll both give a case why, we're, why, we're, why each team is going to win. Right, Stevie? You give a case why, why Nebreed are going to win there now. I'll give a case why Ballon Hill are going to win. The more scores and scoreboard after the show. <laughs> um, sure, look, I'm not going to change tact. Um, we've learned from last week, you know, a couple of goals, there's a couple of other things, you know, a couple of quick sidelines were taken and got punished for them, you know, points from, you know, these are things you have to eliminate. And okay, probably if we get caught out at them first. To see how, how valuable it is to you know not make these mistakes. Um, look, we'll have have any more back. Maybe another lad back. Maybe I don't know. Balkin looks like you know the on wheeling back last night. Cho Cho will be back next week. It's a um. So you know it'll be interesting to see. It's at one o'clock, so I, the dinner will be deferred till two thirty anyway. Yeah, not three o'clock. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, That's why we're still talking. Ah, we lost the talking. Um, yeah, but look, I'm I'm obviously I am going to go at my own here this time, definitely. Um, uh, I think we'll be a little bit disappointed about last night, but take some positives over. I think getting the extra minutes, like I said, into Kieran Whelan, you had Mark Foley there, who has made an impression. The two games he's come, you know, he's he's come back in on. He'll be pushing up for a start on Whelan, more minutes into him. Sean Murphy, hopefully, if he's fit. Um was obviously talked out last night, but um, you know, still carrying that that knock. And um I, I think you're you know that could give us a little extra pep in our step in our forward line. Um we need to be hitting more scores, I suppose, too. You know, we talked about Michel in the first game only hitting seven points against us. We got eleven, we got what one twelve last night, was it? I think one twelve last night. You know, mm-hmm. so that's thirteen scores. Um we need to be hitting more scores, we need to be we need to be um, you know. We need, we need to be taking our more chances uh, when anytime we create them. We missed a few freezes, I suppose, last night as well. And 
uh, just to, to, to bone up and stuff like that. But I, I, I think we might, you know, I think we we, we might just have a, that little extra little bit. Um, you know, I think we might have that little bit of a, a extra X factor maybe if if those lads are are able to to play more of a part in the game, um, and maybe that we kind of, you know, we're kind of maybe as the as the years going on, we're maybe getting closer to where where our team needs to be in terms of um personnel and setup and so on. Um, so yeah, I just give it. I think it'll be a big battle though. Nate Breed like always gives have always given us a big battle of a few excellent players there, um. Uh, you know, in key positions as well for them. Um, but I, I think I, I'll I'll be bold on this one. I, I I'll trump for us. I think we I think we might just have that little extra bit of firepower maybe next week that might get that might just get us over into the lane. I don't think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, but I think we might just have that little extra little bit maybe uh, when it comes to it. But uh, there won't be a whole lot in it because I know Nate Breed will probably be targeting ourselves as well as a potential win so it'll be a, it's a big game it's a big game the championship for both teams really do you know what i mean it, it, it's a massive game for both for both clubs because calling a spade a spade like you know t- certain teams certain clubs are are targeting certain games definitely as more winnable than others so um i think both teams will both teams will really be up for this and we might see you know might see a ding dong battle but i think we'll might edge a, a low scoring affair next week Going to sound controversial. What sort of a championship allows teams to target games? It's not the fucking league, like it's championship. Sorry, I sound really, really harsh, but when we only have five or six, it's very hard to find an alternative. But mm. it is reality. Teams do target games. We know it. It's fair. Well, obvious. yeah, but but you're you, but they do like that's that's the reality. Yeah. I mean, so how how can we how can we like? Is there because, any way around that? No, because the aim of your game ultimately is to, is getting to a semi final. You know, you take some of the years that St Mullins won championships, they didn't often top the group. Do you know what I mean? Just take picking that as an example. I mean, mm. you, you you might right I, when I say aim, right? Obviously, you go to win every game, right? Yeah. That's really, right. That's what we all say. But sure, you, you know, in your heart of hearts, sometimes you're going out maybe minus a half a half of lads or yeah, whatever. Of course. Naturally, yeah. You, you know, but like o- other games are more winnable where. You know, maybe so. You take last, like let's let's be honest, right? You take last night. Maybe had there been three or four points, maybe in in say the Ballon Killing game with fifteen minutes to go, you know, and maybe Sean Murphy is kind of seventy percent fit. Say, you know, does he get a gallop? You know, your mindset is slightly different. You know what I mean? Because maybe at that stage in the game, you're saying, look, well, maybe this game has kind of gone past us, right? We're hmm. playing a lad now; he could get hurt or whatever else. So it's not that you're going out before the game writing it completely off, but like in being realistic, you you are there is certain games that you are oh, hoping yeah. to get full points from, like you know. But yeah. I don't think you can. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can. Um, That's not a criticism ma- of any team for doing it. It's yeah. it's really a drawback of the structure. That's what I'm saying. But in our county, it's obviously a fickle one. There's no way of actually making that a situation where, like, just say for example, if that's a game of. of uh, and, and Ballon Killen are, are, are at risk of going out of the championship, right? Sean Murphy's playing it. Yeah. So we can afford to just say, right, lads, look, you know, it's not that you're not going to give 100% for the Rangers game, but right, lads, we really need to win this one. Mm. But it's okay if we don't win that. I don't know. Is that a championship? Well, like, like, like it is. Like you, you said it beforehand there. You, you said it with Sam Mullins. You said they know maybe in two weeks' time they might be down. James yeah. Dyle, lads it's are the same after having a yeah. Like mm. it happens every club. Like I mean, you know, 
that that's the reality. Like it happens, like a professional sports, it happens. You know, you don't go out to not win every game, but mm-hmm. some games, some games are more winnable. And ultimately, we've seen before in Carlo, like I said, or, and in other championships, getting to the semi final is the goal for the year, mm-hmm. and then the semi final is takes on a, a complete, you know, complete, uh, you know, it's complete life of its own. Mm. Um, is that the reason why, like, um, I I made a comment to you guys where I thought, or it was substandard over the weekend for the most part. I, I didn't see, I saw, I saw moments of quality, but I didn't see Carla Hurling at its best. I don't think it's a great showcase. I didn't think it was as good as it can be or as good as it has been in previous years. And we're losing quality players to America this summer. So that's probably maybe a, a reason for that. We didn't have much lads. She couldn't go anywhere the last two years, like really, with COVID and stuff. So maybe that's a factor. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's not edge of the sea stuff. And in my opinion, in championship, you should be in situations right. Jeez, there's there's something really on the line here, and I know it can't, it can't be like that the whole time. I don't have a, an obvious alternative when there's only six teams to be to be probably don't pro- probably don't have the numbers. I think in leash is it eight senior hurling teams. Um, I don't know for definite. I think yeah, it is. I think, I think it is. I think it's in, yeah, and uh, you know you might. We can't different. go to Kenya route. They have they have twelve teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your numbers, your numbers, your numbers limit you to what can your you, options really are. Like, could, like what can what can you do on a? And this even might sound even more ridiculous, but do you, do you actually just have three teams in two groups and play two games there straight away, and then go into a knockout situation where you have a quarter, semi, and final? There's not much games in that then, though. You know, it's yeah. really really hard to. To get to get it right when there's when there's so few teams, so well it's about it's about peaking. See, like two, like when, See, every when, game when, and that is important. Then so. yeah, but but I mean, team teams peak for different times. Like I mean, you know, te- teams teams peak at different for different times. You know, some teams need to be under a game from from game from every game. Do you know what I mean? We talked about from a county sense, like Carlo playing in, when they go up the when they go up into the into the say the Division One hurling. They need to be under under game every game because mm. they don't have a panel or they need to get wins, you know, because relegation is them in the face. We talked about winnable game, more winnable games than that when we're up in Division One, maybe than than other games. Um, you know, certain certain counties, it, it, it's the, like it's the equivalent of that. Like certain counties can aim to peak for different times. Of you know, you can choose to rest their panel or use their panel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's just it's just the very same at club level, you know what I mean? And that's the reality. Like, you know, that's that's the reality where we are. You know, like getting to the semi-final is what it's all about. After that, really, right, you try to go up as high as you can in the group because obviously you, you might get a better draw, but you don't know what will happen in the semi-final. Do you know what I mean? You don't know. It's a knockout game. You know, it's hell for letter. Everything is on the line then. And, you know, but it's about getting there. You know what I mean? They don't care. You know they don't they don't care how they get there or, or in what order. Yeah. Generally, it's just getting there is the important thing. And mm. you know, I suppose the six teams you're limited, like you know, like even take even take Rangers. They're they're just plodding along really at the moment. They're nowhere near their best. And it was kind of the same last year. They were wiping teams at about 65, 70 percent of their capability. Mm. And we saw near enough to hundred in county final day, which was great. Like, um, but yeah, like and and, and it was awesome. But the point I'm trying to make is. Can we have more bite by, by changing things a little bit? That's all. And I know I'm spending a lot of time on this. And I didn't really plan on going down that route. But I just think we could be looking at looking back on three games where there was bite in the whole thing because it mattered. Whereas in reality, there's a safety net there where you know, or right, if we don't get results, sure, what about it? You know, 
I don't know. It's probably it's probably just uh, one of those things. Uh, we may move on from it. But if anyone has any alternatives, I'd like to hear them. Um, you know, just 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 out of interest. But see, but see, I suppose just again before we go, uh, like the reality for some clubs is if you you think about it for the last I don't know how many years, like like we we can like you know how long was it before we contest our, our last county final? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bagness Town, Nave Breed. You know what I mean? Even Michel for a good number of years have been county final less. If you get me. Um, so you know, we, we might we have different targets, or you're striving for different things, and 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 you're trying to play the system to, you know, to get there or to give yourself the best chance of getting there. And sometimes yeah. that that is isn't peaking an interesting one too. As in, like we're aiming to peak for then. How do you how how can you actually go and and carry that out accordingly? Because it's not like you go out and hurl ten percent as good as you could for a couple of games beforehand. Like how 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 can you actually just go and and do that? Is it? But it's yeah, but I mean, interesting. I've often thought yeah, about it. But uh, but as a mentor yourself, you must realize that you probably will prepare differently for league games than championship games. I mean, you know, as in real championship games. I know, you know, it's, mm. we're talking different scenarios here. But um, you know, as a mentor, you might say, well, our training schedule, right, lads, we're playing league games, whatever, on X night. We're training certain nights, you know, right? We're you know, yeah, we have a different emphasis, right? We're we're doing all the hard work now. Mm. You know, we're doing X and Y, and then we're playing through the league grand, and then come championship, things change. And I think, yeah, I think you know, different, different. There'll be different plans and different ways of looking at things. And maybe I see, I see where you're coming from. I do see where you're coming from from with that. Um, but I suppose as a mentor, and I'll give you a little bit of insight into into this year being involved with a senior club. Everything we're doing, we're trying to mimic what we're going to do for championship. Mm. So that might even come down to something simple like the night before a game. What we're doing the night before a game will be what we're planning to do the night before a championship game. And we've done that mm. all year. Literally replicate everything. I'm going, I'm um, going, Kevin, I'm going to stop you there for one sec. Uh, one of the last years I was involved with Lachlan, um, Tom Cullen was training us. And Clark was in the goal at this stage. And very same. Mimic what you're going to do on the day. And the boys were going to play... I think we're going to play the following week at half three or four o'clock in um, championship. I had to come over after Nair Breed played the minor hurling final and I'd say whoever was playing after the scene, we were training at, we actually were training in Ballinarbana so the pitch in lock must have been done up or some of the time. And to leave the minor match and then who was in the scene or I can't remember but said after saying that's an ignorant fucker that's like going out there after the minor match. I remember doing I said to myself I'll never ever do it again. I don't care if the fucking never play again. That happened. That, I remember he did the very same thoughts. I thought I never heard it before or again to now. You said it there now. When mm. We were going over the grounds. I was embarrassed at that. That's the truth. Mm. I, that's, remember, I think we lost. We lost the minor final as well. But the, that's that's the long and short of it, and, and yeah. with preparation. And it's kind of some of this tangible and some of it is completely different due to format, right? Mm. So, like every game we went out in the league, we're trying to get a result. Because we weren't promoted for what seven or eight years, so everything mm. mattered. But we still prepared the same way as you will before but, we go play. Yeah, but but, there, but but there's a difference as well, though. You, you you had you had a goal in mind for your league. If you get me, you had the promotion, so it was worth something. Do, do you know what I'm saying? It, 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 you had yeah, a goal. so format dictates. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I suppose especially in your case, if you get me, do you know what I mean? You were you had a promotion in mind, and and it is obviously very. You know, I suppose it's 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 different. Um. But like we team, didn't. Team. But the problem, the thing was, like I suppose that to, to be very straight, like was that was that 
an outright thing. It was it was performance performance by game and to literally replicate everything that mm. you're going to do for for the championship game coming up, right? Which which we hope to perform well in, obviously. And like we're going to go out on that day, hopefully, and hopefully get a result. But it matters. Mm. That's what I'm saying. We can't afford to say, Asher, if we don't play them, we'll we have we have we have our own two, and if we win that. That's we're going to round three. Yeah, that's, but, that's but, not even a thought process. Like, no, and if you I know. compare that to the structure, then with uh, with but, Ireland championship where we are, yeah, it's but, it's worlds apart, isn't it? Yeah, but your mindset then is to balance too. Like, I mean, if you build up every game like it's do or die, and it's to be all and end all. When you do lose a game, you know, is it are lads deflated too much? If you get me, do you know what I mean? It, it, and I'm not saying I'm not saying you in terms of you personally. No, or your I understand. Setup. I get you know what I'm saying in, in terms yeah. of like, um, you know, like I I think and Good every question. man every manager would have said it at start of the year. Where can you be after five games in the championship? We can only be in a semi final. Mm-hmm. So how we get there? Like if if we we seen we seen uh, many years have we seen like where teams go out good or in the in the group stages and then the next thing are caught in the semi final. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the, the, uh, big, the big thing is you like while while you're hopeful of of mimicking, I should say, right? Uh, if I if I even look at it this year from, uh, just say our point of view, it's when things actually matter was when we got results. So you you can't mimic a situation where things matter and don't matter. So every time every time it mattered, mm. we we seem to we seem to get come up trumps like so. Would your you have would all your pers- this going on? You know, but would your personnel have changed say much over the year? Like yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I suppose. I suppose yeah, you know, there's, like there's you get your county of, players back, don't you? Like, and, yeah, or injuries and yokes like that. I mean, you, you, you probably want your best team now for this county. I know we're onto leash football here. Stevie gritting his teeth there. <laughs> it's, it's it's comparable formats, really. By, by, uh, I know we're delving into this a little bit, but but you know what I'm saying in terms of you, you want to peak for you want your lads to be uh, you want your peak team now come the league final, correct? You want you you ideally are looking probably you're hoping now to have your championship team more or less kind of your league, your league final is your last big one before your championship. You're kind of leading, you know, while you won league games, you probably could have had six, maybe could be five or six different players that mightn't maybe feature in the league final. You know, possibly. Well, yeah, but sure. Look, there's a lot like holidays and all that. As, as you as you've been saying, like there's all these factors. All, yeah, all but these but you know what I'm saying. Like... But 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 you are in one way. You played the league without your without your county players. You know now you're moving into championship phase. Your league final will probably feature closer to a closer to a championship team. You know, and then you're moving into championship. Hmm. It's kind of probably like the way our group hurling is at the minute. Like lads, kind of, you know, there is kind of a couple of teams maybe who maybe have the strength and depth and are probably a little bit stronger than others. Then there's other teams in the middle. Then there's other teams who'll be scrapping for that last place. You know, so. I, I think I think ultimately I suppose we can't do anything with the form over six six teams, but I think getting to the semi final has has been every manager's goal. Stevie's selector with with, with Nate Breed. Stevie, would you select? Would you be happy say as a selector if it was first or fourth? Would it make any difference to you from from a Nate Breed point of view? No, and like we've been playing, I think we ended up first and fourth in different times. We won and played the Carlos semi finals with Parnells and Nate Breed, and we got. All sorts of results from being in second, third, or fourth, I'd say. Um, and some days we don't the semi-finals. We knew after getting to a semi-final, it's a scrap, and there wasn't going to be going anywhere other than other than eight, ten point defeat to Sam Owens or Michael at different stages down the years. And um, 
like uh, I say, you get there, you get there, you get the same reward as in right. Okay, if it's a it's a semi final spot, that's the number one reward. But you're you're only getting your half as a county final. But regards of pinpointing different games for different things, every team this year have lads five six lads missing from last year for various reasons. Some were coming back, more were not. So there's lads going in looking to get game time on team you have to give lads game time give lads put up their hand up for a jersey then as well and these are all feeding into right the last round of fixtures second round last last round of fixtures someone's going to be at we have to win this game or we're out of the championship mm-hmm. so if you call the first mm-hmm. like i remember michael years ago when they were on five and six in a row they had uh they play a lad that hadn't played for 10 years rather than take someone off the intermediate or junior team they still have 14 lads with 100 medals between them <laughs> you know that's that was the mentality that knew that a great chance to win the guy that happened uh we went one year it was the first time we went parallels and it didn't matter at the end of the, in the end of the year michael won the, won the county final after like you know so mm-hmm. it was yeah i suppose doesn't it like it's, it's a big cliche but take results out of it if you get the performance every day Take the psychology out. If you get the performance every day, you should get the results if you have talented enough players. And if you don't, then you go back and identify why that didn't happen. And that's that's kind of a very simple logic, but it's fact. And you show them what went wrong. This is what went wrong. This is why such and such happened. This is what we learned from. Hmm. So, like when you, when you are making improvements on that, you're doing. You're always trying to go to the best of your ability, right? We all know that, or you should be at least trying to perform to the best of your ability. And I suppose in Carlo, maybe a, a speech beforehand, like just say Ballon Killing the other night against Rangers. Uh, I, I saw their warm up. I heard things that were said. They were looking to have a right good go there. And regardless of expectations. And I, I suspect that even next Sunday, when they know that it's a game that they, they kind of have to win, will, will that be done differently? I don't think so. Um, would you would you run into the country? I, I, I'd say it's the very same preparation. No, it'll be the same. It'll be the same preparation, Kevin. Look, we can all and, my, and mindset, like yeah, it, but it will be. But realistically, look, realistically, you know, realistically is different than you can. You can prepare the same, no problem. You can, you know, you can have everything set up. You can go out, but realistically, some games are more winnable than others, and that's the reality. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That that is the reality. It's like you when, like I said, throwing it back on you as a mentor. Yeah. Um, you know yourself. You, you just say you see the draw in, in, in if it's leash or whatever, or it's a it's a yeah, it's not a group, isn't it? It's it's a, oh, it's a, a draw. Yeah. And there, and let's be honest, there's probably some teams there that you'd say, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind them. There's probably other teams you'd say, you know, they'll be a little bit dicier. You know, they'll be, you know, that's the that's the reality. That's it's it's not saying you're not going to prepare any differently, or or the players aren't going to want to go to win games. But there's there's some games that are more winnable. Mm. And and get and getting points as a manager now, like I said, after five games, the only place you can be after five games in a count semi final, mm-hmm. and it's about managing what you have to get there, and then hopefully at that stage, you know you you, you have everyone right, you empty the tank, you know what I mean. But it's I think in, in, from a Carlo point of view, with eight with six teams, there's nothing you can really do. There is going to be some no. games as we've seen before that are going to be dead rubbers. Do you know what I mean? That are going to be. You know, yep. I think last last year we had something to play for. Wasn't it last year we had something to play for up to the last round? Even do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because like you played Michael and that was effectively like a quarter final from memory. 
Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, Michael then played Rangers in the semi. So, yeah, and yeah, I suppose they, we don't we don't have the, play, the other thing. We yeah, we can't we can't put in relegation too because we have no teams to relegate. So you know, oh, so if, if that if that was there in it and we had no teams, then that's an obvious thing. To say, oh, okay, right, let's yeah. okay, right. Every every game here now we have we have something to do. But look, that's the joys of it. We'll right. move on. Park it. Um, park it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll park it. We'll park it for now. Good, good debate though. Good discussion, <laughs> organically as well. <laughs> we'll go back. We'll go back to uh, the intermediate and junior championships, and uh, I'm just working on getting the results. Stevie, I was talking loosely to a few lads there yesterday. Uh, they informed me there was a few foot soldiers back for Nairbury, but uh, unfortunately, the result didn't go in their favour in the junior championship. No, there was a few rivals back. Uh, it wasn't that. It was I'm in a match in Kenny at the same time, so. Um... Yeah, so the juniors gone to a four team championship now, so guaranteed a guaranteed a semi final spot, um, regardless. Um, Simmons third team, like they'll be trend strong. So, um, yeah, sure points one seven, set one is one, four, yeah, 14, one seven, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to divulge any more than that because I don't know <laughs> much more than that, yeah. Um, yeah, but look, the junior any club if you want two teams. You need to have lads, you know, it's good to see lads, you know, keep your hand in their, you know, for playing senior or whoever it is for so many years. And you'd have young lads coming up as well, and you have casual lads as well, you know, to drift in now. And that's the thing that when someone's holding a hurl and playing a game, just great, to, you know, that's, of course, then you'll, you'll have the most, the most seasoned lad that, you know, he'll, he'll be, you know, keeping his hand in there, 45 or 6 jaw there. I don't you were away for the weekend. How would you get away with that there? You weren't playing intermediate. How would you get the uh, that's uh, playing over in Germany? Or were you back for it? <laughs> no, I missed it, thankfully. <laughs> they dropped for the next day, so yeah, jeez, I wish. I hope. <laughs> I forgot uh, yeah. one senior fixture. Sorry, lads. Uh did I I think I did, did I did yeah. I forget more yeah. Rangers and Navon, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to preview yeah. that. Yeah, so we, we may come back to that with a quick verdict, just in one word. <laughs> I think Rangers on yeah. Rangers. I should go for Rangers, but Michel improved, I thought, very much the second the second half. Um look you'd have to go you'd have to go for Rangers and all on farm, but mm-hmm. yeah. Joe? I, uh I go for Rangers and I don't think there'll be any more in it than what was in it with the St. Mullins game. I don't think I think if, if on saying that if uh Michel hurled like the hurl against uh St. Mullins last day. And have those one or two lads coming back. I think they'll put it up to Rangers. I think Rangers, maybe little extra firepower might just will sorry get them across the line. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, maybe five or six points. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm just going to venture back then to the intermediate championship. So yeah, four eight Navy one five points. Balling Killen, uh, Carlton one eight Saint Mullins two fifteen, and Rangers. 312 by the sound 2-4. Uh, any comments on that before I get to the fixtures, lads? Um, our game was all I, all I know about. Um, I suppose it looks kind of done and dusted on one, you know, when you look at scoreline. Um, I think we hit 17 wides um, over 60 minutes. Um, so, look, we, we're probably more competitive than the scoreline maybe gives us just as far, you know, I think Mice hit seven or eight wides as well or whatever. So, we probably just come up a little bit short firepower. Um we had a very young team out. We'd only 15, you know, we were kind of tight with numbers this year, as I was saying to you before, but a very young team. So the lads will take a huge amount from that going forward. But um, it was closer than the scoreline would suggest. But uh, I suppose, look, uh, 
when you know my second team is always very strong so nothing we can do there yeah unfortunately uh palatine and they want to pull out a junior championship which as stevie has mentioned there leaves with four teams um sad to see uh when players go through i suppose it's not relevant to pal but we spoke about other when players go up the ranks then it depletes the, the second and third team so yeah unfortunately that's the case but on friday uh at eight o'clock in kilbride border rangers take on honest rangers in the junior championship and uh just scrolling down to intermediate then saturday 7 30 st mullins are at home to navon and at eight o'clock Carrowtown are at home to finestown gales uh, I think that's a wrap on the, the fixtures front. Uh, well, the 20s is starting this week as well, Wednesday. Midweek? Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll have a little scroll and we'll give you the fixtures on that while we're at it here, so why not? Uh, 7.30, Bynasown, Gales at home to Michel. Uh, same time, St. Mullins at home to Ballinkillen. And then in the B side of things, uh, 7.30, Nairbury at home to Bourne Rangers. Uh, that, that's all I have available to me here at the moment. So... That is the Jack and Rory. We we'll move on to the the long puck, and yeah, some some success uh, on a, on a Carlo front, Stevie. I know you're up there as well, so we'll give a, a synopsis on that and, and maybe a shout out to, to Tracy as well. Yeah, Two Tracy's was... actually one 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 first name and one one surname. <laughs> yeah, and the lad and lad and the lad who won the men's one was a Tracy as well. So That's what from... I'm saying. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, there was one of them. Sorry, apologies, wasn't his feeling actually. There was one of the comp- other competitors was a Tracy. Um, yeah, I, I was up there doing um, marker for the under 16 Camogie, and uh, like <laughs> hats off to the, all the, the, the 15, 16 year olds went up that hill, and that was fine. But the wind, the wind, once you go up the top of that hill, it was like something I've never seen before. Pat Mosey was doing the he was doing the marker for the Offaly girl from St. Rhinus. And I'd said we weren't five minutes into the game and Pat's the page went off Pat's clipboard. And I tell you, he done some job to retrieve it because if not, it was in Ballin or Bunt Claudy. <laughs> and that was that was basically what we're doing for the whole length we we're up there. We we're trying to hold on to these sheets on on the on, on the fallers. You would be used um, to trying to keep a clean sheet any S D V Cheers, I tell you, it was, it was gas because the, the girl I was with knows she was from um Kilmesson. Um it was Rebecca Horns, her name, and her mother was doing the spotter. So if a slitter went a wall left or right, the mother had to go after it. And I was shortly following on. Uh, she she done she done brilliantly. That was it was we kind of knew we were you know in, in with a chance, but uh, we hadn't the clue really until the end. And then they announced the Kildare girl won it, but the Kildare girl wasn't in. It was a mistake. But uh, we ended up I think we ended up about five or six shots off, and only maybe shot or two off being third. But the conditions like it was fine when we up there uh text tracy after when she won she said after dinner like those hailstones was shocking she said it was just unreal and tracy won after each one we moved four or five shots but definitely the experience of being up there before has to be a huge difference because some of them like kenny one was held in gorn in gorn golf course on the race course um so but like y- you have to make sure you Ideally, if you could have both sides up there, it would be a help, I suppose, because like Brian Tracy, you know, he came second, and uh, Tracy texted me there today. Said it's the top two actually go through to the All Ireland, so uh, two of each province. So that's up in the Cooley Mountains in August, and uh, I'd say Tracy's been up there before. I don't think it's her first time to win that. No, maybe I'm wrong. No. Um, between, well, between Tracy Condell and Lindsay Condell, Lindsay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amount of long pucks between them now. But the difference. Yeah. 
like lads go up there and I played in the goal on bad days, you know, quite bad days. But to actually hold the hurl up there and swing it and, and try and concentrate on it and keep everything going. I was I'll tell you now, just I I, I was delighted Jerlyn rang me the other day, would I would I come up and, and uh, give a hand? I said, Jez, I will if I can. But to go up and actually see like the girls, these girls 15, 16, Fiona Brain out, Joe seeing Joe or Fiona playing with the Celtic yeah. Challenge, a sweet strike for ball, you'll see. He came yeah. third in it in the, the boys, and he gives three shots off the winner. I don't know who the winner, where the winner's from. But it's not just to let the goalie is mulking the ball 90 yards, 100 yards. Fionn know that day above me, he hit about seven points from freeze. Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet as a note. The late to see him getting third, like brilliant. And I think he was three shots behind the, the winner. And uh, Sarah Sheen was the, the girl in the under 16. And um, like she was the best player I've seen Carla had the day, the played leash in the under 16 final in, in Fenner a couple of weeks ago. So it's great. Two things that these people want to represent their county. It's not just going out and playing in a, in in the, the glory days, like a, a Leinster final that day for that girl or Fiona's playing with the Celtic Challenge. Tracy has played county for many, many years. You're up on top of a mountain. You're, you're trying to keep your two feet on, on, on the on the ground literally and uh you know it's great to see you know the, the point of savage effort and well organized by uh linda kenny gerald lennon tommy murphy eddie Bourne, great crew there from michael camogie there they were doing the the marking spotting for the boys in under 16 and uh it was a great day and i'll tell you the coolie mountains would be a different kettle of fish again now would be it'd be an interesting i'd love to see like brendan brendan cummins has won that a couple of times hasn't he five or six times you know, it's just it's a different it's a different um put this well never ever give up with the wind or trouble blade of grass I match and look see which grass blowing anymore because <laughs> it's, it's not windy at all, you know. It's just yeah, brilliant. Very well done and congratulations, Tracy. Um I, I, if I'd have been betting going up, I would have put the house on her window because she's been up there regular for many years and best luck to her in the Ireland. Good stuff. Uh, okay, so Camogie next, uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, we would have mentioned on last week's podcast, but uh, Carlo faced Dublin on Saturday in Dublin. A venue still to be confirmed. And in ladies football yesterday, it was London 110, Carlo 19. Uh, bad news results wise, but good news uh, straight through to the semi final of the All Ireland uh, Junior Championship for the Carlo ladies footballers. So we spoke about the transition and turnaround uh, in their season. Um, yeah. Happy day, Stevie. I don't know. Were you at that one? But we saw no, we had a minor match in Kenny. So I, I, yeah. only, I literally got the score one ten to one nine. I was talking to, I was talking to the hurling last night. The um, Hannah Noonan wasn't playing for London. I don't know whether she was playing earlier round. She was down as twelve. She was the one that you know there was the difference last year in the the game in Carlo. But look, they're going well. They're in the semi final. Actually, see a, a new little advertising. Campaign is up, up and run there. See Rachel Sire on it. Uh, if you see it, I'll, I'll, I'll put up on Twitter there later. But uh, they could have done it above at her house because you know the way they have the pitch on the, on the hill. Rachel is well used to her. She's living up there in Banningall Upper. To I wouldn't say they had to, to go look for a field, but um, yeah, that's semi final. They're probably are they neutral? I'm guessing they're neutral venues. They're playing Antrim, isn't it? I, don't I think it's Antrim to have it for Man and, for Man and Limerick in the other half. Um, so hopefully they'll go over the line and get the I presume that's fines in Crow Park like it is any other year there. So it'd be great if they could get over. Like, I know they lost me the point, but 
like London and all Mogus I've seen them last year and Hannah Noonan was the difference but they were they were a decent team and I think about 10 or 12 players of the Parnell's team over there so they must be a, a serious outfit for a club side mm-hmm. um, Fail of stuff Joe as well Yeah just shout out to Mullins Rangers in, in the Fail and Camogie and uh, lads hurling um, their Camogie team were beaten in the final Stevie isn't that right and the, the lads yeah, were beaten in the yeah, and and their uh, their lads were beaten in the in the semi final of their competition, um. So just to acknowledge their great achievements to get as far as they did for Platum, um, representing their club and their county. So well done to them, and uh, you know, like I said, it's just nice to acknowledge it. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, any other business, lads? Before we conclude, just on the sixteen format. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I basically get the run order and fucking out the window because yeah. <laughs> I don't about 20 minutes. Really good discussion though. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that in fairness. Yeah. Um, no, we'll come up with a plan. We'll come up, we'll come up with a we'll come up with something. We'll come up with a plan to fix it. But I I look yeah. it is it is what it is. Like you said, it's all the all the other factors fixed leading into it. But it looks good to have a chat about it. Yeah. Uh, actually just before we go, there's a there's a jersey there up in the corner behind me. I don't know, can we get a decent look at it? My fire head is in the way. But uh yeah, uh, if anyone's interested in one of them, just helps us promote the podcast. Uh, not massive market winner from our point of view, but uh, just helps promote. And they're actually nice tops as well, in fairness. Uh, this actually sounds like the crime buster scene again, where we have a pair of runners here, lads left in. If anyone wants to try them on, they're just our grand size, Jimmy. But uh, no, we do we do a few of those jerseys knocking around. If, if anyone wants one, uh, get in touch with us. Uh, not not be money you're at, but as I said, it helps uh, keep the whole, the whole thing uh, alive. Mates, mates, rates, yeah. yeah. Buy me a coffee link, should be knocking around there somewhere as well. If you want to support the podcast and you appreciate our efforts, uh, you can do so for the price of a coffee. Uh, yeah. Joe, Stevie, thanks again. Pleasure. Sound, Kev, my name's Chat to you next care. week. Sound. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks to our sponsors before we wrap it up. Cork and Precast, thanks. DB Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, Brendan Kavanagh Furniture, and Breege Nolan Physiotherapy. Again, without sponsorship, the service simply doesn't transpire. End of story. That's it for this week. Uh, we're back again with another edition after uh, the games at the weekend. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And until next week, take care.